0: Let us pray. Holy God, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may hear your word for us today. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Acts 2, verses 1 through 21. The coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia." shall be saved the word of the Lord be to God. amen
1: back to the basics uh, that's the journey for five weeks I've been telling you that I've been on personally as a pastor, getting back to the basics of study, prayer, visiting, preaching. And personally, just as a person who wants to live a life of prayer, back to the basics. But back to the basics is also the journey we've been on, letting St. John, John the Evangelist, John the pastor, be our guide through his little letter, 1 John, way in the back of our New Testament. Over the weeks, John has been reminding us of these essentials to what it means to have a life of faith. John has given us a basic understanding of what a life of faith is all about. It is all about fellowship, relationship with the Father and the Son and the Spirit. And John has, has invited us to take up a basic task. To live a life of congruency, in which we walk the talk, say what we do and do what we say. John has given us our basic identity, beloved, you are God's children now. John has given us that most basic, and the biggest, maybe the hardest to believe and hold, most basic calling to demonstrate in our life together. The love of God, which we've known in Jesus Christ. John has been bringing us back to the basics. So on this Pentecost Sunday, as we finish this series, there is one more basic lesson to learn. At least one. Uh, And it applies to everything we've already learned, because it's the way we get in on and actually believe everything we've been hearing. So listen carefully and listen well for God's word to us from 1 John 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God has conquered the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world? But the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit, and the Spirit, and the Spirit is the one who testifies. For the Spirit is the truth. There are three that testify, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree. If we believe human testimony, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony God has given, that he has testified to his Son. Those who believe in the Son of God have the testimony in their hearts. Those who do not believe in God make him a liar by not believing the testimony God has given concerning his Son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life. And the life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Dear friends, this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Heavenly Father, once again, on this day of Pentecost, we lay our lives open before your open word and we ask that you would do what only you can and choose to do in the power of your Spirit, which is to make this a word for us, to open us that we might receive this good news here today, to make this a way, in fact, that we know and believe the living word, Jesus Christ, your Son. We ask this in His name, and we pray together, saying, Amen. You've seen it in the movies. You know that movie. Where a person takes the stand and is asked to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help them, God. Someone is asked to give a testimony. Right? You've seen that in the movies. You've also seen it like, in real life on TV a lot recently, especially as this weekend marks the killing of George Floyd, people testifying to what's happened. You've seen it in the movies and on TV. You've maybe experienced it in a different way, Um, at a church camp or retreat or maybe even in church as I did on the Pentecostal side of my life someone gets up in front of the congregation in front of the group they're given a mic tears are perhaps running from their face and they go on to tell a story of how God has worked in my life leading me away from this sin and into a life of salvation somebody stands up and gives a testimony You've seen it in the movie and on TV. Someone taking the stand to tell the truth. You've maybe experienced it in a different way. At church or at camp, someone telling a story. You've maybe even heard it in a song. Like that classic one by Rage Against the Machine. You know this This, I mean, this brings me back to high school. I see it brings you nowhere, except Adrian. <laughs> um, you've heard it in the movies. <laughs> you've experienced it maybe at camp or church. You maybe even sung along with Zachary La Rocha, calling on you to testify against political injustice. So did you hear it in the scripture? images in mind and those sounds um, the witness stand the story, the song I want you to hear one line from which we might learn one lesson on this Pentecost Sunday one line and one lesson the spirit is the one who testifies Do you hear that? the spirit is the one who testifies The Spirit is the one who takes the stand. The Spirit is the one who tells the story. The Spirit is the one who sings the song. The Spirit is the one who testifies. Uh, John writes this, verses 5 and 6. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not with the water only, but with the water and the blood, by which John is reminding us of that time when Jesus hanging on the cross is pierced and water and blood flow out of his side, testifying to his humanity and his victorious death, over death. Not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And then John says this, and the Spirit, and the Spirit is the one who testifies for the Spirit is the truth. One line, one lesson. The Spirit is the one who testifies. It was six-ish years ago. Uh, I was leading a Bible study here. I couldn't tell you who was there. I couldn't tell you if it was a Sunday or a Wednesday. I don't remember if we were in the youth room or in a classroom or somewhere else. But we were talking about the Bible, and somebody said, I don't really understand the Holy Spirit. I thought that was a very honest admission. I don't get the Spirit, they said. I just don't get it. Jesus, sure. The cross, yeah. But who, what, where is the Spirit? Maybe you relate to that sentiment sometimes. I don't get the Spirit. Um, I think we don't get the Spirit for a lot of reasons. We've perhaps been given a poor understandings of the Trinity. We break up God into acting at different times in different ways. So one time God is Jesus and He's doing this, and then He's the Spirit. We kind of don't understand that, or we don't understand the relationships of the Father, Son, and Spirit. I don't think we get the Spirit for a lot of reasons. One main reason might be though that as the mainline church, um, we've just done a poor job teaching pneumatology, understanding of the Spirit. We we relegate. Talk about the Spirit, mainly to one day. Hello, Pentecost. (laughs) Here we are talking about him, Um, and we refer to the Spirit's identity as something more like holy Gatorade that powers us up to do things for God, rather than a person of the Trinity who has the same essence and is equal to the Father and the Son. We haven't done a good job of talking and teaching. The Spirit. So, Pastor John wants to help us. St. John wants to help us know who the Spirit is. In fact, I, I have this assumption that there are people in John's own congregations who were wondering what to make of their life in the Spirit, because throughout this whole letter, subtly but surely, John has been teaching one, just one, because sometimes all we can do is learn one thing at a time. He has been teaching one work appropriated by the person of the Spirit. One role the Spirit plays in the economy of the Trinity. One thing the Spirit does. You may be caught this over the weeks. Uh, chapter 3, verse 24. John wrote, By this we know that he, Christ, abides in us. By the Spirit that He has given us. Who is the Holy Spirit? He's the one by whom we know Christ in us. Again, chapter 4, verse 13. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? John says He's the one by whom we come to know God living in us and that we share life with God. He reveals that to us. And then today... Who is the Holy Spirit? The Spirit is the one who testifies. For the Spirit is the truth. He opens the truth to us. He he relates reality to us. He reveals what's, what's real about our relationship to God, to us. He testifies. The Spirit is the one who testifies. You see, God has a truth to reveal. God has a story to tell. God has a song to sing. God has a testimony. And the testimony is nothing and no one less than Jesus, the Son of God, the Lord. Jesus is the truth about God's love for us. He laid down his life for us. Jesus is the story of who God really is for us. He sent the Son that we might live through him and abide in him. Jesus is the song. The song of of God's redemption for us, rocking us awake like Rage Against the Machine, sort of. Rocking us away from our sin reigning over us in victory, revealing to us the life we have with him. Jesus is the testimony of God, sent from the heart of the Father like a letter to us, sent from the heart of the Father like words from the witness stand, sent from the heart of the Father in the power of the Spirit to live our life faithfully for us and die on the cross for the forgiveness of sins and to be raised on the third day And we are raised with him to new life. And now in his ascension, he has carried our humanity, exalted our humanity to the right hand of the Father. Everything God wants us to know about himself is Jesus. Everything that God wants to relate about himself is Jesus. Everything we need to offer to the Father is in Jesus. Jesus is God's testimony, God's story, God's song to us. And so following that logic, the Spirit, then, is the one who testifies to Him. The Spirit is the one who testifies to Jesus as the Christ. The Spirit is the one who takes the witness stand to tell the truth that He is God's Son. The Spirit is the one who tells the story, grabs the mic like it can't to relay that story to our hearts through scripture and through the inner working in us. The Spirit is the one who sings this song in tones that inspire faith in us. Faith because of the faithfulness of Christ. The Spirit is the one who testifies so that we can come to believe. No one comes to faith simply by argument like someone makes a case for Christ, and wow, yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable, okay, I'll go for it. Ultimately, it is the inner working of the Spirit who allows us to say, this is legit. No one comes to faith through fear or, or because of an exciting experience. If you fear, you're not really trusting the Lord, you just want the benefits that come from doing what God wants and everybody knows exciting experiences fade. The honeymoon period never lasts. Right? Ultimately, the Spirit must sow the seeds of faith in us so that we believe. The Spirit is the one who allows us to know and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and our Lord, and the Spirit is the one who allows us to know Jesus the Son of God relationally as our Lord. The Spirit testifies. That is the one lesson from this one line that John wants to relay to us today. One lesson from one line that the Spirit the Spirit is the one who testifies to our hearts of who Jesus is and what he has done for us. One lesson from one line and that has one really dramatic implication for you. If you're here this morning and you've come believing that Jesus is Lord it is a sign that God the Spirit is testifying to your heart working in you and that you now have a testimony to give if you are here and something draws you to Jesus you just want more of him you don't even know what that means necessarily you don't even know what that looks like but there is something about Jesus that is so compelling. It is a sign that the Spirit is working in your life. If you're here and there's something about God's love that this makes a difference for everything. I'm trying to figure that out. It's a sign that God the Spirit is working in you, testifying to you. And so you now have a testimony to give. I mean, how often do we say, or at least think to ourselves, I wish God would really work in my life. I mean, Moses got a burning bush. The disciples were basically tapped on the shoulder. Paul got a blinding light. Where am I? But John says, hey, let me tell you. There is a burning bush in you. There is a tap on the shoulder of your soul. There is a light shining in your heart. It is the Spirit. God the Spirit. If you are here and and belief has been born and is growing in you it is a sign that God is working in you It's only by the Spirit that we come to believe in the love of God, the God who is love. It's only in the Spirit that we come to actually know that we're children of God. It's only by the Spirit that a path is cleared that we might walk the talk faithfully. It's only by the Spirit that we are led further up and farther into the fellowship with the Father and the Son. And if we're on that path, further up, farther in, we want to go. It's a sign of the Spirit working in us, testifying in our hearts. And so you have a testimony to give of how God is working in you. You have a story to share. Like like the disciples on Pentecost standing up. You have a truth to reveal of how God has loved you and laid down his life for you in the Son. You have a story to tell how Jesus lived for you and died for you and rose again and reigns and is now working in your life by the Holy Spirit, you have a song of victory to sing because the Spirit has testified that you share life with the victor, Jesus. It probably won't sound like a Rage Against the Machine song. It'll sound like a song that makes sense in the life of death and Kevin and Kemper and Linda. A song that sounds like the ways the Spirit has been working in your lives. And so, if you are receiving that testimony of the Spirit, then, then watch out, get ready for how the Holy Spirit may want to use your life as His voice so that others will hear and know the testimony also and believe the life we have in Christ. The Spirit is the one who testifies to you, Church. Receive that testimony, and then stand up to tell
0: it. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.